Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ooh, it is that time! Welcome, After Buzz family! You came to our door, we're buzzing you in. It's Selection Sunday! It's a good time to be a sports fan. Welcome to After Buzz TV Presents After Bracket The Buzz to the Final Four. I'm your host, McCall Hall. You can find me on social media when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall. And I'm joined today to help me break down these brackets with two very phenomenal folks. So I'm going to just throw it to my left. Who do we have here? Mike Conley, how you doing? Not on social media. I'm old school. What? You can catch me here on AfterBuzz TV. Isn't that crazy? Really? No old social school. media? Patriots and Red wow. Sox Raptor 60. I'm... I'm, I'm you know, I, I just it's crazy. I know you youngins can't can't wrap your head around it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's deteriorating our society. You know, people from Boston don't do social media. No, no. It's not a Boston thing. Not, not a Boston thing. So we taking it from Boston to where? We're taking it to Virginia. What's up, everyone? I'm Brandon London, the cultured athlete at cultured athlete on all my social medias. I keep it one, one name. Cultured athlete. At cultured athlete. Okay. Ready to talk some basketball. This is actually my first time going on record talking basketball. I'm a football guy. Okay, so you're a football guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a former D1 basketball player, you know, so this, this, is, this is what I do, right? Okay. Uh, but I, unfortunately, have never played in an NCAA tournament because we weren't that good. Um, <laughs> but, but I love to make the picks. So this is one of the most exciting times of the year. Yeah. First of all, you've got people who are diehard basketball fans, and, you know, they think that they know everything about the tournament. They think they can pick every winner, but you know, it's usually that person at the office who has a cat and their cat makes the picks for them and they win the entire pot of money. Mm-hmm. But today, we're going to help <laughs> you guys make the best picks possible. We're trying to we're going to try to not be so biased here, but um, we're going to try to make some really good picks for you guys and help you fill out your brackets. So, before you guys get started, before we tell you guys your the picks and whatnot, make sure you follow us on social media at AfterBuzz TV across the board, Twitter, social media, Instagram, all that jazz. You can find us there. We're going to be using this very special hashtag as well, hashtag AfterBracket. So check this out. For the next three or four weeks, as the NCAA tournament goes on, I will be live tweeting from my Twitter account about all these different games. So if you have to talk smack to me because I made a terrible pick, you can probably find me using that after bracket hashtag. And trust me, I have thick skin. So if you got to lay one on me, go ahead and lay it on me. Also, we have an official AfterBuzz TV bracket. So at the end of the show, um, we'll make sure it's in the, in the section on, on YouTube. We'll make sure that you guys have the link. You can join our official AfterBuzz TV bracket group on ESPN.com. I'm not promising you a single prize if you win, but feel free, like I said, to talk a lot of smack on the internet. All right? Everybody's playing for second. And if you're going to dish it, be ready to get it. If you're going to what? Be ready to get it. If you're going to dish it, be ready to get it. And take it. No Twitter fingers. No Twitter fingers. No Twitter fingers. No Twitter fingers. (laughs) Well, let's, let's get it started, you guys. We have a selection field of 68 folks uh, picked already, and, you know, it's, it's a fun time of the year, but, of course, we have to talk about number ones. Everybody hypes up the number ones, so let's get to it. The East, number one, is North Carolina. UNC. North Carolina. Home of Michael Jordan. MJ. Okay. Carolina Blue. What do you guys think about them as, as a number one pick for the East? They're impressive. 
I mean, they definitely deserve the number one seed. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they have. It seems like they have forwards for days that can come off the bench and come in yeah. and really play hard. Yeah. They, they. It's the quintessential Roy Williams team where they just run out and try and get, you know, points on the fast break. And if they don't that, they smash the boards hard. And he's got a team that really can excel in that type of game this year. Yeah, they do. They're tough. They are tough. And the what I see about them is. They can play two styles of, of basketball. Mm-hmm. They can D up, they can play physical, or they can run. Yeah. You see guys like Justin Jackson, uh, Bryce Johnson. These are guys who are athletic, who can run the court, and they play, like you said, they fit into a system well, which is a well-coached Roy Williams system. And, and you can never sleep on Roy Williams. You know, no, when, when, never. You, when you think about NCAA basketball and you think about the heavyweight coaches, the coaches are almost, we were talking about this off air, the coaches are really the bigger stars. Yeah. The players are, are there for, you know, a year, maybe four years. The coaches are the stars. So Roy Williams, in my opinion, opinion is an absolute institution. Uh, Roy Williams coach team is a very difficult team to beat. So congratulations, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, another wait, 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 wait. number Con- one seed. Congratulations, that's yeah. expected. No, that's that's no. expected. We just you just talked about coach prestige. You said Michael Jordan, the school prestige. UNC is if you like if you're saying uh, Indiana, no, not even Indiana. If you're saying like a USC or a Hawaii was a number one seed, then you can say congratulations to that. But it's Okay, you're supposed to be a number one seed in UNC. I, I see your point. I'm just congratulatory. Okay, if you, if you get a number one, if you get a number one seed, I'm gonna give you your props. Okay, okay. It's a long season, so if you if you sustain and get a number one seed, it's congratulations. So I'm gonna congratulate everybody, <laughs> whether whether you are supposed to be there or not. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and nitpick Roy Williams. I don't think he's that great. You don't think he's that great? Well, I, 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 I wouldn't say it's just this one thing. He should put Isaiah Hicks in the starting lineup. Put Meeks on the bench. Well, okay. they'll have you know if they, if they go deep in the tournament, you never know. He might shake things they up. Won't. You, they'll have you, to play Kentucky. You know, if you had Twitter, you could hit him up and tell him yeah. your <laughs> thoughts. You know, that's what that, that's for. That's more like point. some uh, okay. some sophomore team manager who's uh, tweeting for Roy Williams. Nah, you, you'd be amazed <laughs> the kind of things you learn off of Twitter. So representing the South, number one seed, Kansas. Kansas actually has the best overall record this season. They had 30 wins, which is very impressive. Everybody else is 20-something in, in to the teens. Yeah. To get 30 wins, you got to be legit, right? And to get 30 wins, you have to have an all-around good team. Yeah. Really good team. I mean, there's a guy, Perry Ellis is your star, but this team has depth, which a Kansas is supposed to have yeah, depth in recruiting and uh, just the overall prestige of what we think of a Kansas uh, basketball team, but they're fast, they're athletic, they're explosive, they're a good team to watch. Man, what a Big 12 championship game. And, and they they've have. got a young man by the name of Devontae Graham. Yes, yes. And, you know, I'm on mm. the West Coast, so we don't get to see some of these guys, but I have had a chance to watch Devontae Graham. He's He can ball for days. Yeah. Like, this kid has a an official game on the offensive end. He's almost unstoppable. But that'll come into play as we get into this bracket because, I mean, a team has five players on the floor. All right. He can D it up, too. You think he can D it up? Oh, he can D it up. Defense wins champions. Championships. He, he and Mason can both D it up. I just think that sometimes Mason and uh, who's their other guy there? He's a Boston guy, too. El- uh, Eldon? I'll have to look it up. Well, either way, Sorry. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll make sure we get those stats to you. Uh, again, congratulations. I'm going to offer congratulations to Kansas. Way to get that number one seed. Um, the Midwest. Now, this one, a lot of people were shocked, but Virginia will be representing for Whoa. the Midwest. I'm a Virginia Now, you're a Virginia guy. boy. I'm from Charlottesville. Okay, yep. so tell me from your heart, because I'm, I'm a little perplexed. Okay. I think the rest of the nation was perplexed this evening when Virginia was awarded this number one yep. seed. Because of their history in tournaments. Virginia has constantly let me down, the state of Virginia down, with early uh, early uh, leave of absences from <laughs> big tournaments in prior years. Could this be the year? I mean, Anthony, like I like to talk stars. Anthony Gill is your star, the best player on the team, but can he get them over the hump, especially coming out of... Malcolm Bronton? Come on now. I mean, they, but you, you look where they're coming from. Um, I but mean, you play Hampton first, you play Butler, Iowa State. They got this a great is, draw. This is your year. Then you have to nut up against Michigan State. Oh, Then you have like to that. really nut up against Michigan State. But it's set up for Virginia to at least make it. 
we keep it real here on the after bracket, keep it okay? So real. The buzz of the final four is not gonna be easy, so we're keeping it real. Um, you know, I'm really big on momentum, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the one thing that shocked everybody about Virginia getting that number one seed is the fact that they lost in the ACC tournament. Yeah, I mean, you you look at a team like Michigan State that won their conference in the regular season and won their conference tournament, and they're not a number one over yeah. Virginia, yeah. who didn't do either. Yeah, It's crazy, but I, I, I can understand where the committee's coming from because when you look at all the metrics and stuff that I don't really look at, I look at eye test. And to me, I'm old school. If you win your tournament and your conference in the regular season, you're an automatic number one. But and that's, 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 that's good history. I, 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 have to, I have to. But I will do, this is maybe what you come back with. They do have the number two strength of schedule in all of basketball and, and the number three RPI, I believe. So that's probably what kind of floated them. I think that definitely supported. You know, they take that human part out of it, and they were just putting it in the computer. And the computer's going to break down the strength of schedule and whatnot, and and that's, you know, the tiebreaker that got them over the hump. But going back to what you were saying about uh, since another team won their their conference championship and such – you could win the Big Sky, win the conference championship, and then get in, get into the dance. So Virginia has a proven body of work of beating teams with this substance, ranked teams. I mean, and I was such, talking like, Power Five conferences. Yeah, obviously. I mean, okay, okay, I mean, obviously, okay. we're talking about your Pac-12s, your ACCs, your Big 12s, yeah, your Big Tens, okay, okay. your SECs. You know, no That's disrespect. Dumb. Hey. Do not come for me out there, Twitter world. I have respect for all the conferences, but I think it's been established that we have our big power conferences okay. that we, right. we 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 consider them first. Uh, I'm not saying it's fair. I didn't make the rules, but I am playing by them. All right. Yeah. So congratulations to Virginia. I don't completely understand how you got a number one seed, but kudos. So moving on <laughs> to the West, to the Rachel. wild wild West. Now let me give you guys a little bit of background. Your girl McCall Hall, proud alumni of the <laughs> University of Washington. But before I went to the University of Washington, I went to the University of Oregon and had Uh-oh. the time of my life. I ran Eugene, Oregon. Oh. So to see my ducks make it to the tourney is amazing. But to see them get a number one, oh, I, I'm smiling from ear to ear. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go last and really give a, 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 a glimpse to the ducks. But I want to hear from you guys. Do you think it's deserved? Um, and what do you guys feel about the Pac-12 overall? Because the Pac-12 has seven teams in the NCAA tournament this year. I feel like Oregon definitely deserved it. Um, with twenty-eight, with twenty-eight and six on the year, they're flashy. They have a good style of basketball. It's it's good that it's their first time making it to the to the tourney. Uh, we're having the number one seed. Yeah. <sighs> it's set up for them to go far, but you. They're going to lose to Texas A&M. We'll get to that later. Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. To I do like Oregon. You know, they've really kind of flown out of the radar, under the radar. If a number one concede can do that, but I think that's because they are in the Pac-12 and they play late, and the East Coast bias doesn't get to them. Mm-hmm. But Dana Allman is one of the most under under valued coaches in the league. I mean, he's built a great program up there, you know? Absolutely. And they're long. You know, all their guys are like, their wingspan's bigger than their height. Yeah. And they got that kid, Chris Boucher, who's like... Yeah, Boucher. Yeah. Boucher. 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 He's like, the, the Juco transfer, he's like the only guy in basketball that has 100 block shots and yeah. 30 made threes. Yeah. yeah. he they, they got they got some guys that can shoot it, and they defend. Defense, and they have that, yeah. like, three-quarter court Absolutely. trapping defense that... Teams are going to have trouble. Yeah, I, I really feel um, confident about Oregon. Here's the thing about Oregon, and this is just Oregon athletics overall. When Oregon is put on that pedestal, when they are put under that spotlight to perform and to dominate, they do it very well. And, you know, the last time I remember Oregon getting into the tournament and really having a strong team, they made it to the Sweet 16. I believe they made it to the Elite 8. This is back when I was in school. Um, and they've been to the tourney since. But sometimes you can look at an Oregon team and just tell everything's clicking at the right time and all the stars are aligning. They, they're coming off of a Pac-12 tournament victory. They beat Utah by 30 points. Mm. That's, in a, that's in a championship game. By the time you make it to your championship game in your tournament, it should be pretty even, right? And yeah. they beat Utah by 30 points. So I'm looking forward to Oregon. The only thing that concerns me about Oregon, um, again, Pac-12 girl, watch them play Washington. Washington is a decent team. I love my alma mater, but they're decent this year. That was a tight game. It shouldn't have been that tight. And my concern is Oregon 
is the type of team that plays down at times to their competition. But because this is the tournament, they can only play up. These are only the best teams. Yeah. So I think they'll fare very well. Well, when you say that they played down to Washington's level, I assume they won the game. They won the game. How did they How did they win the game? Because not every team is going to be on every day, yeah, every absolutely. game. And that happens in the tournament as well. So I ask that because it's like if they if it was a sloppy game and they still won – then that right. can show something that shows resiliency in the team. You know yeah. how how was that win? Right, and and what I noticed about them playing down was Washington is young yeah. and they can be careless with the basketball. Right, um, Oregon was doing a lot of the same things with the basketball. They were they were not setting up their plays. They were not going through their progressions on offense. They were not setting up you know in the half court. Mm-hmm. Once they slowed it down, they're magical. But they try to do what the other teams are doing, and it blows up in their face. But at the end of the day, to your point, Boucher, Boucher is a rim protector. Defense, yeah. So their defense always kicks in. So, you know, congratulations to Oregon. I'm very proud. Congratulations to the Pac-12. We're out here. We're official. It's going down. So before we get into the bracket, I just want to talk about some of the other teams that you guys are excited about. Obviously, you know, your number ones are great, but there are strong teams, and there are teams that probably should have been number one, Michigan State, that did not get the bid. Who do you guys want to throw out there for our fans, you know, to to look out for as the tournament goes on? Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to take this one or you want me to go go first? Go for it, Go for it. Oregon State. Oh, Oregon State. Gary Payton Jr. Oh, man. 15.9 15.9 points a game, and it goes back to what I'm saying. Your, your star, now it's tournament time. This is when, like, just think of Davidson with Steph Curry. Now it's time for our star to rise for each team. Your star has to go out yeah. and play well. Your role players on the team, you have to go out and you have to play. You know, you, you have to earn the bacon as well. Yeah. But here's a team. I know I don't have them going getting past um, – was it Oklahoma? I believe they put yeah Oklahoma, and that, and that's but fine. they could they could sneak by Oklahoma, yeah. Because like I said, they can score. Yeah, to your point, Gary Payton Jr., son of the legend, former Seattle SuperSonic Gary Payton, he's phenomenal. Gary mm-hmm. Payton Jr., to your point, averages 16 points a game. He's very athletic. I think he made SportsCenter top 10 for his dunks three or four times this season. So right there, you have a superstar. He's electric. I think Oregon State is one of those teams that could shake things up if if things go right for them. Why not? What about you? Uh, I mean, is is a three a dark horse enough pick if I got him going all the way to the final? It depends on who's the three. Is Miami? Oh hell yeah, that's a dark horse. horse. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they're like. I mean, I love their coach Jim Laranega. Ever since he had that run with George Mason years ago, I've just loved the guy. It's not just because his son coaches with the Celtics, and they have like (laughs) kind of you know a nice senior backcourt. Uh, Rodriguez and McClellan, and you know they they just have a, a good defensive team, and I, I just love Nager in the tournament. I think they could do something. A team that I think maybe uh, they're going to win their first round game, but then they have to run into UNC. But I think they can give UNC as all they can handle is Eddie Cooley's Providence Friars, and they are led by a double duo, a dynamic duo of Chris Dunn, who's going to be a, a lottery pick in a few months, and Ben Bentel. If you haven't seen this guy, oh, okay. man, his name is alliterative. His game's sublime. He will drop <laughs> 30 on anyone. He is sick. I'll and make he's sure just, look him up. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like a power forward, maybe, you would think, because of the body. But he's added a three-point shot this year. And he's got like three 40-point games this year. He's, oh, that's he's impressive. Ill. That's a if you can that's put up a 40, If you can put up 40 points in, in a game, no matter what level you're playing yeah. on, if that, I go down to 24-hour fitness and I put up 40, I'm doing it. That's okay? 20 that's, shots. The 40 exactly. is like 50 in the NBA. Yeah. You know, and I'm... About six in the Burbank Rec League. I want to go to that Miami pick because Miami is a Virginia to me, which we call a let-me-down team. Mm -hmm. There are a group of let-me-down teams in this bracket right now. Um, USC could be one. Villanova could be one. Xavier Mm -hmm. could be a let-me-down team to where it's like, okay, we're back in this moment. You know, regular season, we're we're rock stars during the regular season, but but then tournament time comes – and these teams, they, they get knocked out early. Yeah. I think Kansas is a team like that. No, no, no. But see, Kansas. No. Kansas is a proven champion. No, Kansas 
Kansas has has definitely paid their dues. Kansas has has put up some great numbers. They have a great basketball history. I, I can never sleep on Kansas. Mm-hmm. Ever, never a surprise. Ever. But they 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 lose in the tournament sometimes as a high seed. They do, they do. But I think I think a lot of teams have that trait. But Kansas is always strong. You know, for me, the one team I'm going to throw out there that I'm looking at that they could be dangerous is Purdue. They have two seven-footers that average Ooh. a lot of points. Um, you, you think about a seven-footer, okay, they're going to be a, a shot protector, um, but they have a guy by the name of A.J. Hammonds, I believe that's the young man's name. He's seven feet tall, averages about 18 points a game. But the crazy part is he can shoot from the outside, right? So yeah. it's not like you're just dumping it down low and throwing it down in the post and he's going to go to work. He can take it out 18 feet. What do you do with a seven-footer that can take it out 18 feet? So Purdue's one of those teams – like again, if all the stars are aligning, they have the tools to do damage. So I, I, I definitely think that they're going to be one of those teams that will have a strong run. Not going all the way, but a very strong run. Um, but before we get to our picks, my pre-tourney Cinderella is Gonzaga. Very uh, happy to see Gonzaga back in the tourney. Uh, for those of you guys who keep done. track... No, no, no. Oh, if, you, yeah. if you keep track of Gonzaga, they have a very strong team. They've made 18 straight... NCAA tourneys. And they started off the year kind of shaky, but they've ended the season very strong. They went through the WCC tournament, just blew teams out of the water. That's the team that you have to watch, the team that ends their season really well and also has a history of winning and being there. That's the team you have to watch. So I know that they have a history of being at the tourney, but I'm still going to call them the pre-tourney Cinderella. You don't, I don't like, like it. Them. I don't like it. This, you have to have a certain amount of, uh, you know, I don't Mystique? know. Mystique. I'm gonna say cockiness make it to sign a deal with HBO for a show, preseason show called March to the Madness. <laughs> I was praying for them to lose to St. Mary's in that WCC. They final. have a show on HBO. Oh yeah. It's called Match to the Madness. That, yeah. that takes that takes some uh, onions. But that just goes to show. That just goes to show they know we're a program that's going to make it. At least to the tournament. They're a program that's at least supposed to make it to the Sweet 16. Absolutely. Mark, Mark that's Few. That's one of those type they, programs. They haven't yeah. beat anybody this year, though. Mark, Mark Few uh, had always runs a top-notch program at, out of Spokane. You know, And it's hard. Here's the thing. They're, I'm from Washington State. They're in the middle of nowhere, right? Like, really? Why, why would you want to go to Spokane, Washington? I don't know. But Mark Few always recruits good guys who want to be there, and they win. 18 straight tournament appearances. You cannot sleep on, on Gonzaga. Can't sleep on them at all. So um, let's just get into it, you guys. I'm going to go ahead and open up our bracket. So, viewers, we're going to throw it back and forth to the bracket, and then we're going to talk about a few of the picks here. Um, so try to follow along. Like I said, take some notes. This is for you guys to help you make your picks so you can win a ton of money tomorrow at work or, you know, when you guys do your <laughs> pot at work. Uh, so let's start with the Southern region. Um, number one, Kansas taking on Austin Pay, 16, uh, 16 seed. Um, obviously, I have Kansas winning that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Not at all. Uh, the next one is a very interesting matchup. You know, your eights and your nines. Colorado at eight, UConn at nine. I have UConn uh, taking out Colorado. Any disagreements? Same here, but only I don't know that much about Colorado. I haven't had a chance to really research them. So I took the safe pick with that one. Yeah, yeah, and UConn, like, again, they're a team that has a history of, a history of, being, of winning. Yeah. And they won the national championship, what, a year or two ago? So yeah. they they're com- they still have that in their system. Two years ago, coming out of nowhere, too, yeah. much like they're doing this year. And then if you remember, like, four or five years ago when they had Kemba Walker, yeah. they came out of nowhere as a mm-hmm. low seed, too, yeah. and won it all. Absolutely. So I really like them. I like them up in Kansas in the next round. Oh! Absolutely. Absolutely. So Cal, absolutely, she agreed with me. No, no, no. Oh. I, uh, I, I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. So Cal in Hawaii. Uh, Cal is ranked number four. Hawaii is ranked number thirteen. Cal has a very NBA ready team, right? So I'm taking taking Cal. I'm a Pac-12 girl. I have a bias, so I'm going to take Cal in that first one. What about you guys? Cal. I got, I got Cal going. Cal. Good deal. They haven't always played to their talent level, but they finished the season strong. Good yeah. deal. So Arizona is going to be playing um, the the first four in team. So there's a, a, a game that will be played versus uh, Vanderbilt versus Wichita State. This is a shocker. No pun intended. Hey Wichita yo. shockers. Uh, but Wichita State has been in the tourney, just you know, at bid or at large bids and whatnot, and now they're playing. You know, first four in. That's weird. I have Wichita playing Arizona, but Arizona beating Wichita. Yeah. No disagreements. No, so, no, not at all, not at all. So we're going to move on. This is where you guys are going to think I'm crazy. So number three, Miami, your sleeper uh, versus Don't number 14, Buffalo. Oh, I have it. an upset Don't alert. Do I have really? Buffalo beating Miami. Wow. Wow. First round that's, upset. That's the bold one. Bobby Hurley ain't there anymore. 
And he, he's so got no magic. I know you guys probably didn't pick this, but I'm going to tell you guys why at home. I picked Buffalo to beat Miami based on two things, and they're, they're very basic things. Number one, Miami acts like a team that's never been there before. I watched them today during this, the tournament selection. Team. They're a let-me-down team. They're excited to be there. They're going to show up, and there's going to be bright lights, and they're going to have all this adrenaline, and they're going to come out the gate strong. But they're not going to have the discipline to close it out. And they're going to play a Buffalo team that won their conference championship two years in a row. So that is obviously a team that has some senior leadership, some some chemistry that wants to be there, right? That's why I picked Buffalo. I, I have to disagree with you on that because, they're like we said, they're a let-me-down team, but they have to win those games to build up to that we let you down now. Moment, well, well, you know what I mean. They get you on their side, yeah, and then they let you down. Buffalo is a team that we we go on their side with. Like, oh, that's an impressive win. They'll be shooting all over the place, all from half court. Yeah. You know, it'd be one of those type of games. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We have to definitely keep it moving because we got a lot of these teams. There's to get A lot through. of teams. Uh, Iowa versus Temple. I took Iowa. They're number seven seed versus Temple ten seed. I just you know went with the higher seed there. The higher seed. Temple kind of snuck in. Yeah, definitely snuck in. Iowa kind of snuck in too. I mean, I, I, Temple started the year off terrible, but then they kind of came on five and five. That's why they're coming a little under the radar. I like mm-hmm. Fran Dunphy's owls in that one. The uh, Iowa. Kind of limped in. They, they they lost six out of their last eight games coming in. So we'll definitely see what happens there. Number two Villanova versus number fifteen UNC Asheville took number two Villanova. You know can't can't argue there. Another let me down team, but For yeah, sure. I definitely think yeah. they're a let me down team, but I don't think they're going to lose that no, one. No, not at all. All right, so going into the round of thirty two, I have Kansas beating UConn. Okay, yeah, exactly same thing. Kansas being UConn. Next up, number five, Maryland versus number four, Cal. I took number four, Cal, in that round of 32. Maryland, let me down team. I took Cal. Okay. Up next, Arizona versus Buffalo. Arizona will beat Buffalo. (laughs) They're not not going to – the lightning's not going to strike twice. Let's put it that way. I get the Shockers winning that one. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, and then I have Iowa beating Villanova. <laughs> Iowa beating Villanova in the round of 32. Moving on. Iowa, yeah, that's where that's where Nova lets me down. Okay. They, Nova lets you down. That's where okay. they let me Temple down. Beats them. So Sweet 16 in the Southern Region, Kansas versus Cal. <laughs> I have to say, love the Pac-12, but this is where the buck would stop. It's where uh, the big boys come. Yeah, it's where the big boys start playing. Kansas would beat Cal in, on my bracket. And uh, Arizona versus Iowa, I have Iowa beating Arizona because Sean Miller's Arizona team this year is very impressive, but they lose big games. They lose big games, and they cry about it. And I'm not convinced that they will have everything it takes to close out during that round. I really don't. I think the Sean Miller's team at times loses their discipline. So I have them losing to Iowa, and it would be Iowa versus Kansas in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four. I have Kansas. I don't think anybody disagrees with me there. Kansas. Okay. (laughs) But I have Arizona beating Iowa. Arizona's a team to where they they deserve to play KU. You know, they they deserve to play Kansas because they can win and get to Arizona could, Arizona could eight. deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. They're not going to get it. Right. Arizona Arizona doesn't have the discipline right. this year and I'm tired of Sean Hate Miller. Hate no Pac-10, Pac-12. I, I love I love the Pac-12, but I'm just a little tired right. of Sean Miller crying. So, moving on to the East, uh I got Miami over Cal in that bracket. Okay. This guy's bold. I'm going. I'm going deep in that one. I'm going deep in that region. If you had social media, you could post it and they could compare. Man. All right. Moving on. Moving on to the East. Uh, Number one seed UNC taking on. uh, Well, it's another first four in. So uh, we have um, Florida Gulf Coast. I, I have them losing to UNC. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. U- uh, USC, University of Southern California, number eight versus number nine, Providence. I'm very happy to see USC have a have a team in the tourney because USC has struggled of late basketball-wise. But I actually have Providence beating them at the number nine seed. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you why. Another team that's just happy to be there. USC has been very successful this year, but it's because they're young. They've got guys like... Kamezi and, and, and Matu. They're big, young guys. But does that mean they know how to close out big-time games and they know how to perform and the lights are really on? I'm not convinced. I think this is a great step for USC. They should be extremely proud. If they go out in the first round, who cares? They have these guys for the next two, three, four years. They have plenty of time. USC will lose first round. Moving on, Indiana versus Chattanooga. Indiana is a 5 seed. Chattanooga is a 12 seed. I have Indiana moving on. Indiana. Who can disagree? I got Chattanooga in that one. Really? That's my 12-5. 12-5 happens all the time. Wow. 
So I okay. got to take Chattanooga in that one. Okay. You know? All right, moving on. Kentucky, vomit. Kentucky versus Stony Brook. Uh, Kentucky's a 4C, Stony Brook's a 13C. Um, they have a young man, J- Jamel uh, we- Weaver, I think it is. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but Stony Brook's uh, player has... Um, Warner. He- Warner, thank you, Jamel Warner. He's averaging 30 points a game, okay? 30 points a game, that's big time. But I, he's, I, he's won the player of the year in that conference all four years he's been there. Excellent point. Uh-oh. But, but at, at the end exact. of the day, if you think about uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers last year versus the Golden State Warriors... What did Deladova do to Steph Curry in that first game? He stayed on him like white on rice, okay? This is the NCAA tournament. If all I have is one game to lock down a player, I'm going to take two guys off the bench and tell them, your job the entire game is just to double-team Warner. That's all you guys have to do because they have nobody else that can put up points. So Stony Brook will go down in that one. Next up, Notre Dame versus – so another first four-in team that's kind of weird. I have Michigan beating Tulsa to play Notre Dame. Notre Dame uh, beating Michigan. I got Michigan. And I, I knew you were going to have Michigan. I just I I, I, this, Michigan. every year there's a team that just squeaks in. Michigan definitely fits that profile. That makes a run. And I just I really love their coach. I knew you were going to do and, that. And you know they wow. played well the other day with even without Levert. So I, I, I knew you were going to do that. I I don't believe it. Um, but Michigan has not impressed me this season. Not at all. Um, I stuck with Notre Dame. Yeah, I have Notre Dame in that one. So moving on, West Virginia, the number three C versus uh, SF Austin. Um, I took West Virginia with that one. The V. Yeah. Number seven, Wisconsin versus number 10, uh, Pittsburgh. Took Wisconsin in that. Um, number two, Xavier versus number 15, Weber State. Took Xavier. Just went with the I took Xavier. There. Even though I love Weber State. Yeah. And, and, and Damian Lillard, uh, you know, of the Portland Trailblazers, went to Weber State. So they get good guys in there, they right? They do. They get good guys, but I don't think they have enough. So moving on in the eastern region, the round of 32, UNC number one versus number nine, Providence. For me, obviously, UNC would take that one. UNC I, moving on. Moving on. Next Providence is going to give them all the candle. They'll give them all, because Providence has a strong basketball program. They always have a good team. Wait, I just don't think they're good enough. You, to you mean USC, USC right? Because no, USC is no. going to win. Okay. Oh, okay. Man. Beat Providence. I but already I, said my love for Providence. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I got Providence beating USC. The USC when they, is not going to win. When they there. come to play on defense, they're, they're yeah. a tough team to handle. Yeah. Um, number five, Indiana versus number four, Kentucky. Now, uh, I'm going to just tell you guys the NCAA tournament is a tournament for guards. Indiana's got some really strong guards, but I still don't think that they're going to be able to out athletic, a very well coached uh, coach team out of Kentucky. I just don't think it's going to no. happen. Way Coach Cal is Coach Cal is that guy that just, you know, exactly. he, he gets those big time players in there. And Tyler Eulis is a baller. Oh, yes. <laughs> big time baller. A one baller. half of the best backcourt in the nation. Him yeah. and Jamal Murray. And, and I'll talk about Kentucky and my theory so about why they're going to lose the next round later. But um, well, moving on, Notre Dame versus West Virginia. West Virginia is the three seed. Notre Dame is the six seed. I took West Virginia. Um, number yeah. two seed yep. Xavier versus number seven seed Wisconsin. I this is the one I, I looked at and I'm like I don't know what to do. I really wanted to take Wisconsin because Wisconsin has had very successful seasons oh, yeah. in the tourney yes, recently. Have. Okay, they always have a good core group of seniors. I really didn't want to go against Wisconsin, but I did. I don't know why I did it. New, I don't know why coach. I did it. New coach. Maybe, uh, I don't know why I did it. Xavier has a lot to prove. They have to win this game. Okay. They yeah, just look at it like that. Just they have to win that game. Well, they better, or else they're gonna owe me some money. So, uh, <laughs> so going to the Sweet Sixteen um, round, I have UNC versus Kentucky. I said UNC is going to beat Kentucky, and here's why: I have a feeling that Drake is gonna show up for the Sweet Sixteen uh, game because he has a very cool relationship with Coach Cal Perry out of Kentucky. Drake loves Kentucky, but Drake also curses whatever team he shows up to support. I have a feeling he's gonna show up, and they're gonna lose. But. He's also signed to Jumpman. Jumpman owner Michael Jordan is True. a UNC Tar Heel. True. He'll oh, be there so for that game. So maybe he jinxed both of them. <laughs> I'm, then I'm going with UNC. I mean, they're the higher-ranked team. But I just think that Drake is going to show up for that game, and they're going to lose. So, Drake, if you're listening to this or if anybody can get it to Drake, just don't come if you <laughs> care about Kentucky. Uh, and then West Virginia versus... I like versus, Kentucky in that one. How you like Kentucky you? in that one? I do. I have UNC. Yeah. Just, well, if Drake doesn't come, they might have a shot. Um, UNC, or excuse me, Xavier at number two versus Virginia at the number three seed. I took Xavier. I got West Virginia in that. I love the way they play defense. They go 10 deep, and they just tie you out. All right. 
So we're gonna move on to the Western region. All right, you guys already know I'm wearing green. I love Oregon. Oregon number one. I have them playing Southern. Now this is the game that I would In love that to be in. The last region, at. you got UNC going to yes. the final four. Yes, I have okay. UNC, UNC going to the final okay. four. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to see Oregon play Southern because Southern University's got the baddest band in the land. So I want to see them travel their band to Spokane, Washington, and play Oregon. Oregon's going to have a ton of fans in Spokane. Oregon's obviously going to smack the crap out of them, but it would be a really fun game to watch. So Oregon uh, taking down Southern. Um, next up, St. Joe's versus Cincinnati. St. Joe's has a history of strong guards. Um, great basketball program. I had to take them. Uh, number five, Baylor versus number 12, Yale. I took Baylor, and I didn't want to. But then I did some research about Yale. Yale is without their senior captain and one of their top scorers because of a rape allegation. So oh. that is a big blow to their team, and they're dealing with a lot of stuff. I don't think that Yale is going to be able to take down Baylor. Um, so up next, Duke versus UNC Wilmington. Duke is a four seed. UNC Wilmington is a 13 seed. A lot of people picked Duke to go down in the first round. I did not. I respect Coach K. I, oh. didn't, I didn't have that one. So I have them moving on. Did anybody... I kind no. of I think Duke's sneaky. When they get ousted early in their conference tournament, they usually come to play in the NCAA tournament. That's so, a good point. So I, so I got them, got them uh, going to Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, it's Coach K, Coach, Coach K, Coach yeah. team. Yeah. They'll be all right. They're not going to lose to UNC Wilmington. They're not deep, but they're talented. They are talented, but they're but they're also sneaky and they play dirty and they trip people. We see what you're doing. Grace and you Allen, need, you I'll... need to stop. You need to stop tripping people. Okay, we're tired of it. And JJ Reddick, you can hit me up on Twitter. Your Duke players cheat and they trip people. Um, just that wow, one guy. The allegation. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Duke uh, increased his points per game sixty points this year, and he still didn't get the most improved player in the really? SEC. It's crazy. It happens. Number six, Texas versus you. number 11, Northern Iowa. I took Texas first year coach Shaka, Shaka Strong. Shaka. I like Shaka Strong, so I think the Texas is going get to that, get that first round uh, victory. Any disagreements? No, I agree. Right. You and I is a tough team, though. Uh, battle testing the tournament the last couple of years. Yeah. Texas A&M versus Green Bay. Texas A&M is at number three. Uh, Green Bay is at 14. Took Texas A&M. I think they have a strong squad. Yeah. He and I both like A&M. All right. Gary Payton, the second and Oregon State at number seven versus VCU with a new coach. Uh, they're at number 10 seed. I said, I don't think they're going to have enough to beat Oregon State. I have love for the Pac-12. Oregon State will move on. Yeah, and it's a game that Gary Payton is going to shine. He's so. going to go out VCU, I'm a Virginia boy. I'm, I'm rooting for you, but yeah. I know how these things go. I yeah. have VCU on that one. All right, so um, potential player of the year, Buddy Hild. Healed, how do you pronounce Healed. his last name? Healed. Healed. Mm -hmm. Buddy Healed, uh, you know, in Oklahoma is the number two seed. They're taking on uh, California State University, Bakersfield, that got into the tournament with a buzzer beater shot. They are just happy to be there. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. will beat them, no problem. So moving on to the round, round of 32, I have Oregon versus St. Joe's. Oregon moving on, no problemo. Uh, number five, Baylor versus number four, Duke. I took Baylor for one reason. Rico Gathers, Oof. who's actually going to play in the NFL. Okay, oh, yeah. Rico Gathers is a basketball player, but he's going to go play in the NFL. All that sneaky stuff that Duke does, tripping players and trying to mm -mm. – Rico is that guy on Baylor. He sets the tone. He's the heart and soul of that team, and he's going to make sure they're walking out of there with a victory no matter what. Yeah, and Duke just doesn't have the talent. They don't have the talent. They're not as strong as a Duke team yeah. usually is. So. Yeah. And I just think that Rico Gathers is like, no, we get in this win. He's yeah. he's that guy. <laughs> he's the difference maker. Um, number six, Texas versus number three, Texas A&M. Uh -oh. Here is where it gets interesting. First of all, I think it's going to be a great game. This is going to be great for the state of Texas. I think this is what Texas needs for the basketball scene. I have Texas, UT Austin, at the number six seed, taking down Texas a Ooh, Big Shaka fan. Texas A&M. I, I love Shaka Smart. I have Texas A&M. Daniel, Daniel House put up 32 against Kentucky. We'll see. We'll see. Texas Ooh, is, they is have good size on the perimeter, Texas A&M. I like that. Okay, that's fair. Well, I have Texas, and I'm, I'm team Shaka Strong. And they have a man-child in the middle and freshman Tyler Davis. Okay. Well, again, Just look a out. freshman, but a man's body. Look, we're giving you all the stats you need to make a really good bracket and make great picks. So, you know, we're, we're making sure that you guys have all the information you need. Now, number two, Oklahoma versus number seven, Oregon State. Oregon State will lose. 
<laughs> Oklahoma's too powerful. They have too much offense. Yeah. Too much offense. So moving on to Sweet 16, Oregon versus Baylor. I have Oregon beating Baylor because I don't think Baylor has enough on the offensive end to deal with Oregon's length defensively. They're gonna they're going to create difficulties getting those shots up there. Baylor's not going to be able to get into a groove offensively. Okay, they're a great defensive team, but I don't think they have an offense that can really battle Oregon. So I have them going down, um, and then Texas. How you doing? Hey, we have visitors. <laughs> everybody want everybody wants to make a pick. I told him he has to wait until the show's over. So uh, number six Texas versus number two Oklahoma. I have Oklahoma beating Texas and moving on, um, and then in in that elite eight um, to go to the final four. Oregon versus Oklahoma. I have Oregon beating Oklahoma. I got A&M coming out of there. I have A&M coming out of there. Okay, so and this is good. We, we, we need to make sure that we have some different picks out there. So Just just like you've been saying, oh, they're just other teams are happy to be there. Oregon is happy to be a number one seed. So they don't deserve to make it to the final four because they're, they're just happy to be a number one seed. Next year, future, yeah. But right now, it's not their time yet. Texas A&M. Oh, we got to put some money on this. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the Midwest. UVA, your team. I have them playing uh, at number one seed, playing Hampton. I have them moving on. I love Hampton, the real HU, as they say. The real um, HU. The real HU. Number eight, Texas Tech versus number nine seed, Baylor. Or, excuse me, Butler. I have Texas Tech uh, beating Butler. Even though Butler has had some great runs in the tourney, I I was torn. Those eight nines are the hardest ones to pick. Yeah. I took Butler. And why did you, why did you take Butler? Like you said, the history. Did I... I, you have to have your switch-ups, and I just feel, feel as though Butler, they had a pretty strong run towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas Tech, they're not a proven tourney team. No, they're not. So Butler's been in situations like this to where they feel as though they've gotten the right team. They, they, they're able to get an eight seed. Now, to correct, play correct me if I'm wrong, and if, and if we don't have the answer, we'll definitely make sure we have it at the end of the show. Is Huggins the coach now at Texas Tech? No, uh, it's um, Tubby Smith. That's right, Tubby yeah. Smith. I knew it was it was uh, an old college coach, very proven coach. Yeah. I like Tubby <clears throat> Smith. That's why I picked Texas Tech, because I said well, with that coach, I think that they'll be able to, to move on. Huggins of West Virginia. That's right, that's right. So uh, my pick to go pretty far, Purdue at number five versus Arkansas Little Rock. I have them moving on. Um, let's see who else. Iowa State at the number four seed versus Iona at the number thirteen seed. I picked Iowa State. A lot of people like Iowa State. I've been hearing a lot of chatter about Iowa State. It's a lot of athletes on that team. I got them going to the Sweet Sixteen, but I could also see them losing to Iona. They're not a very deep Whoa. team. If you get George Niang in foul trouble, mm-hmm. you, you you can beat that team. And, and also, that's a game where defense is optional in that one because neither team defends very well. <laughs> But who on Iona is going to give Niang a fit enough for him to get into foul trouble? A.J. English, my friend. Okay. Mm. Well, interesting stat. Iowa has lost early in the tourney two years in a row. Okay? Like, first or second round. Yeah. They They tend to Let me down, choke. Team. They tend to choke in the first round. But I also believe that if you have a history of doing something, at some point you're going to get tired of it and you're going to do everything in your power to not let that happen again. Right. I don't think it's going to be three years in a row for Law Iowa. of averages. Yeah, law of <laughs> averages. Law of, exactly. Thank you. Um, up next, we have my Washington State basketball team, Gonzaga versus Utah, a Pac-12 team. So I have my home state versus my home conference going head-to-head. Gonzaga's an 11C versus Utah. I took Gonzaga. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't We didn't get through. I moved ahead. Seton Hall versus Gonzaga. Oh, okay. Seton Hall versus Gonzaga. I took Gonzaga beating Seton Hall. Seton Hall has not been the tourney in 23 years. It's true. They're, they're happy to be there. Happy to be there. They, they are there. a freshman-laden bunch that doesn't really know any better, and they're aggressive, and they have an exciting scorer, and Isaiah, his last name is escaping me right now, but I, I, I don't know. Gonzaga really isn't that battle-tested. I mean, I know they have the history and all that stuff, but I don't think they have the God play. I love Dumontis, son of Avidas. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be a stud in the next level, but... 
I don't know. I just don't like them. I got the haul on that one. It's okay. too scrappy a team. That's fair. That's fair. I, I took Gonzaga because, like I said, I'm looking at how they're, they they finished the season, how they did in tournament play. I'm very and, and Seton Hall finished the season great too. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at Seton Hall, a team that hasn't been in the tournament in 23 years. <laughs> but they yeah. play in a much better conference. I mean, that's a two team conference. WCC. They only got one team in. I'll give you that one. I'll give mm-hmm. you that one. So moving on, Utah, Fresno State. Utah number three seed. Fresno State is a number fourteen seed. Taking Utah there. Um, Dayton versus Syracuse. Syracuse. Everybody was confused why Syracuse is even in the tourney. Um, I took Dayton at number seven. I took Syracuse. There's there's that upset. That a team that's zone, been like there. That? Dayton is a is a good team. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But they can be. They're one of those teams. They're, they're like a bubble team. They can they can be beaten, Absolutely. and I don't mean bubble like they. I mean obviously you're a seven seed. You're going to make the tournament, but they never beat anyone or really really never did anything this season to stand out to right. make national news. Right, that's fair. That's there, was, fair. there was a lot of talk too about discounting the games that Jim Beheim didn't coach, and I think that's kind of BS. I mean, if the guy gets suspended, well, yeah, it's going to hurt you in those games, and it's also going to hurt you in trying to get to the tournament. That's just how it is. But, yeah, I mean they did have five wins versus the top fifty, so I think they won on that strength. But. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I, I have Dayton moving on, but I I'm going to tell you I had a tough time trying to figure that one out um, because Syracuse again the coach alone and their history it's hard to go against them. But I did take Dayton. Uh, Michigan State versus Middle Tennessee. M- Michigan State is one of my favorites in the tourney. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see once once I get to the end. Um, I have Michigan State going all the way. I have them beating Middle Tennessee. Uh, with, the, with the number two seed. I believe Michigan State deserved a number one seed, and I believe that Michigan State now has a chip on their shoulder, that, and they're pissed, right? That's and, dangerous. And they're a wounded dog, a wounded dog that's owned, um, you know, I, I hate to say owned, but their, their uh, owner is Tom Izzo, one of the greatest college coaches. If, if I had a son right now, I'd want him to play for Tom Izzo, yeah. right? Tom Izzo is a motivational guru, Right, so Michigan State is a wounded dog. They're going to go very far. So moving on to the round of 32, UVA, UVA versus Texas Tech. I have UVA moving on. Uh, Purdue versus Iowa State. Um, I have Purdue moving on. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga versus Utah. Like I said, I like Gonzaga. I'm, I'm going to have Gonzaga move on. Um, Dayton versus Michigan State. I have Michigan State moving on. Again, Utah got beat in the Pac-12 tournament by 30 points. Yeah. That does not make me feel good. <laughs> I know. I think that's going to be an excellent motivational factor and an excellent teaching point for Larry Kristoyak, and I love Jakob Pertl. I still have them beating Gonzaga, though. Mm. Like you're, you're picking it because Gonzaga, you're a you're Washington girl. You know you, you love being up there. I believe in Mark Port Field. Orchard and Bremerton. Don't, don't try you to know. call out my cities. I don't, know where I'm from. <laughs> don't try to call out my cities like you but, know where I'm from. I mean, Utah, I, they're, 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 they're too strong. Too strong. I, I don't I don't see it. Um, Purdue versus UVA. Uh, I have Purdue beating Virginia. Let me down, team. Exactly. That's where per- Virginia loses. I have Purdue v- I got, beating Virginia. I'm I got sorry. UVA over Iowa State in that one. And then I have Michigan State beating Gonzaga. And then uh, in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four, I have Purdue versus Michigan State. As I've said, I like Michigan State. Michigan State, Michigan State yeah. will go on to the Final Four. So let's get into it. I got it. Michigan State in that one, knocking off UVA for the third straight year. So oh, let's, that's crazy. So let's get into it. Um, our final four is set. Uh, we have Kansas, number one seed Kansas versus number one seed Oregon. And then we'll have number one seed UNC versus number two seed Michigan State. Let's start off with that Kansas-Oregon game. You guys already know who I picked. I picked Oregon. Um, but, wow. yeah, I did. I did. Because, uh, remind me of his name, Devontae Joseph from Kansas. Oh, uh... No, that's not his name. Um, <laughs> Devontae's right. <laughs> What's his last name? There's so many kids. Don't worry about so it. They're, they're leading scorer. They're leading scorer for Kansas. I think when you're a leading scorer and you have that much tape now in, in the tourney, Oregon's going to figure out how to stop you. By that point, by the time they get to the Final Four, whatever you've been doing to be successful to get to that point, Oregon is a very well-coached team. They will figure out how to stop you. And with those trees they have down low... They're going to make somebody else on Kansas beat them. It's not going to be that young man. They have uh, scores by committee, though. Uh, there's a lot of scores on that team. The, what, what I have down. Perry Ellis is one of the guys who's – I thought he's their best player. You know, the Perry Ellis, and they have great guard play. And that's, like you said, it's the tournament is run by guards. Yeah. 
they've been in these games before. Like Oregon, this number one seed thing, this this hype is going to get to them. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's going to get to them. I, I have Oregon. Um, and then to finish up, UNC versus Michigan State. I have Michigan State beating UNC, and I believe that Denzel Valentine. Runner-up, or possibly runner-up for player of the year, I think Buddy Heald's going to get it. I keep butchering his name. But I think Denzel Valentine's going to have a really big game. I think the lights will be on. Um, I also think the Michigan State just has that, that, again, I'm all about tradition. I'm all about alumni. I'm all about Magic Johnson being in the stands. they got to win that game. I think the Michigan State, a Tom Izzo-coached Michigan State team, will take down UNC. UNC, to me, is very soft. I have UNC winning. I got Kentucky yeah. beating uh, Michigan State, and I wanted to go to the finals versus Miami. You over think Texas Kentucky's going to go that far? I do. And you have Miami playing Texas A&M? I sure do. Uh, you know I have Texas A&M losing to Kansas. I love I Coach Cal Perry, but I'm going to tell you this. I lost faith in Kentucky early in the season, and you really shouldn't do that. But when they lost to UCLA, I said, oh, Kentucky doesn't have what it takes. Oh, they're a different team now. So early, and I, and, yeah, I, and early I know, in the year, I know, but I, that, that's just – in that's – Ingrained in my head about Kentucky. How they Monmouth were. was a good team earlier in the year. True, and Monmouth didn't even make the didn't tourney. Didn't even make so, the tourney. No uh, bench mob, everybody, for all you guys. Exactly. So um, before we get out of here, just final thoughts about the tourney. Uh, just anything you wanted to get out there. I, we have to wrap up here pretty soon, but anything you guys want to leave them with, plus your social media. I just can't wait to party going to the different bars around L.A., hanging out, good crowd. Good basketball. Find me at Cultured Athlete. I'm Brandon London. Thank you, guys. I'm loving it. Praying for upsets. Uh, don't take, if you want to win your pool, don't take Michigan State or uh, Kansas or uh, UNC because everybody's going to have those. So use some imagination. Pick somebody up. You can uh, find me on AfterBuzz TV at Red Sox Rap 360 coming back here in two weeks. All right, cool deal. Well, I'm your girl, McCall Hall. You can find me on social media when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall. And I'm telling you, the Oregon Ducks are going all the way. And I'm going to tell you why they're going all the way. Because Phil Knight, the co-founder of Nike, is a proud alum of the University of Oregon. And if we don't beat you on the floor, we'll beat you with the uniforms. We'll fall to Michigan State, but we'll be the flyest dressed team there. This has been After Buzz TV's After Bracket, the buzz to the Final Four. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram, on Twitter. We'll have the link for our group. So join the group, talk some smack, get involved, and we'll see you at the Final Four. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.